Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Inside the Drag Closet with Jade. Join Jade DeVere and her fabulous team of guests as they discuss all things drag, from wigs to makeup to performances and everything in between. Join us at WLFE-DV.com for upcoming shows and more. Well, hello there, kids. Welcome to Inside the Drag Closet, the show where we talk about all things drag and some things that aren't. Who knows? We're really just here to have a good time. We have a fantastic show uh, ready for you this evening. We've got the fabulous Miss Delilah Mizani Cristal all the way from Philly this evening. Unfortunately, Miss Valencia Prime could not join us this evening, but in her place, we have the fabulous Mr. CJ joining us. We'll tell you a little bit more about him later. Our Woo Girl of the Week this evening is Miss Jen. She is fabulous. I can't wait to kiki with her. And our co-host this evening is Miss Fancy Dismount Stratton. But what about me? I do have to answer a little bit of who, what, where. Who am I? My name is Jade DeVere. I am a drag queen based out of central Pennsylvania. I've been performing for about 10 years now. I got my start in the theater world and moved into the drag world, and I love everything about it. What am I wearing? Um, aside from my fabulous set of Rocks by Cox, my jewelry set, I am wearing what I like to call my budget drag. That's right. I have a wig from Amazon. It cost me maybe $30. A dress from Wish.com. A crown from Amazon. You know what? It's a fun little outfit. I love everything about it. I also have a fabulous kind of soft and simple face this evening. A lot of it is uh, Juvia's place. Uh, the lips. I don't know where the lips are from. The lips, once again, budget drag. Game on. <laughs> and my lashes I actually found at Walmart. They actually had this rack of really nice lashes. Granted, this is a few of them stacked together, but still, you know, drag does not need to be super expensive in order to be fun. 
Now, we do have a wonderful night planned for you. Like I said, we have some fabulous guests. Uh, already got some <laughs> fantastic comments coming in from Vicky. Evening, evening to you as well. And her twin sister, Robin. Good evening. You two are totally twins posting the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you love this tiara. I love this tiara too. It's from Amazon. You know, nice. Um, it looks like it matches my jewelry set, but it doesn't actually. So um, it matches the stars in the sky right behind me. <laughs> um, looking fabulous, Jade. Thank you, Vicky. Um, that outfit or everything or everything. And I love the background with it. I'm going to assume you meant this background is everything, Gabby. Thank you so much. I wanted, I picked out the dress and I was like, I want something, you know, starry, something very, I don't know, just something whimsical because that's what I want. Whimsy. We all deserve more whimsy in our lives right now. Speaking of whimsical, I am going to bring out my fabulous co-host for the evening. She literally just popped in a minute ago. She got herself put together. So I would like to welcome Miss Fancy Dismount Stratton. Oh my God, hi. Oh my God, hi. Look at your subtle hair. Right. She went for dainty tonight. I like it. Give us a little who, what, where. Oh my God. So who am I? I am Fancy Dismount Stratton all the way from South Adelphi, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, what am I wearing? Well, I, I just woke up like this, literally. Because you passed out like that. True. That's true. <laughs> um, tonight I'm wearing a lovely uh, dress by a fabulous Philadelphia legend, Miss Sunny Days. Um, she made this for me for my step down when I was Miss Heart of Delaware back in 2014. I'm old. Yep. Um, this hair, I actually made this myself. It's a ponytail wig. Oh, cute. Can you yeah. explain what a ponytail wig is for everyone who doesn't know? So, okay. Um, anybody that, if you've ever bought a wig, you know, especially like just from like the local wig store or something like that, um, generally, you know, the generic wigs you can buy, you know, like if you go to a nice wig store, you'll get a better quality, but like, you know, a, God forbid it's Party City or a Halloween wig. Uh, but even like the decent wigs from the, the local wig stores aren't usually that thick. But the individual ponytails they sell, like to just pop on, you know, as like a ponytail piece, those tend to have a lot more hair in them. So what queens will do is they'll buy four or five or six or sometimes nine of those ponytails. Um, and you cut the elastic out, open them up, and then just sew those pieces together. And you get this big, giant piece. You, you, you either just do like a piece or a, a full wig with it, however you want to do it. Um, but it, instead of having to add tracks or, you know, do all that, the ponytails already have it in there, so... Does all the work for you, girl. That's smart. I've seen it. It looks like a weird carpet. Yeah, it does look like a weird carpet. And the best part about it is you can roll this. Like, there's no teasing in here. I have another wig under it that's rolled up in a ball to give it the height. So, like, the actual ponytail piece, you can roll it up in a ball, throw it in a suitcase, you know, beat it to, you know, hell. And then all you have to do is pull it out, run a brush through it, and she looks gorgeous, just like this. We call that a bump wig. Yeah. This is and what they like, look like. <laughs> exactly. It's a nice little loaf of hair. Yeah, once your wig gets uh, nice and, you know, destroyed and beaten, you turn it into a nice loaf, a nice little book. Exactly. Uh, so, so wigs uh, have lived a good long life. Don't throw them out. Just flip them inside out and use them again. Yep, there's always something to use them for, honey. You'll find something. <laughs> um, and then, where can you catch me? Well, Lord, honey, right now, uh, you can catch me in my living room. Yes, uh, you know, being fabulous right here in my lovely living room. Um, oh, well, and some other fun tidbits. So uh, uh, my makeup tonight, a lot of this is, um, 
it's hodgepodge, but I got a lot of stuff. Uh, I use some La Femme, which is a very draggy uh, brand. Um, and I get a lot of it from Esther Style. So for all you queens out there, if you're looking for drag products and uh, fun things, Esther Style. Oh, very yeah. cute. Um, you can find them on Facebook uh, or they have a website. And they sell everything from uh, Krylon, Mehran, all the good like theater-based uh, makeups that drag queens use. They also sell uh, lashes and just pretty much any kind of cosmetic-y, drag-y stuff. Uh, so go check them out. They have great discounts on stuff, especially if you buy in bulk. They do like the 24 or like it's like two dozen lashes for like 20, like 22 bucks or something like that. Um, so you can buy in bulk, have a nice little back stock. But uh, Esther Styles, check them out, honey, right on Facebook. EstherStyles.com. Yes. And they can give you, you can buy a nice pan sporting their logo. I love a good product placement. Right. <laughs> Which is I usually I call a of it, ice cold thing of water right on my crotch after a show. Oh yeah, like I literally want to get um, you know the anybody Jade knows about this from her other job, but um, if you've ever had to be like a like a high school mascot or like wear one of those big fur suits like costumes for something, um, they make like ice vests mm -hmm. if you ever have to be in the heat to put on under it to keep you cool in that giant you know hot suit. I said, I want to get a couple of those for drag, honey, especially like outdoor prides in the summertime. <laughs> Put oh, that right up under my gown. Yes, keep me nice and cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, Gina Tomasetti. Ooh, she's a redhead tonight. Right? Yeah, I love it. I love this color. So this wig, I usually use it for, um, if I ever do Tracy Turnblad. I just had a nice rolled bag in the front. You know. I'm cute. I love everything about that. It's so oh. versatile because I mean, you can do so much with this wig. Like, because if I style it with like kind of like just that straight back, that's when you get that Tracy turn blab. And then if I kind of curl on the end, I'll do a little flip. Mm -hmm. I just add a roll bang and it's perfect for welcome to the 60s, something like that. I can do a little more like this. I can have another piece, do a big swoop in the front. It's nuts. Versatility, honey. Don so Davis good. says, Fancy likes a thick ponytail. Well, you know, once or twice, once or twice. <laughs> Well, girl, are you ready to chat with our Woo Girl of the Week? I sure am. I can't wait. Fabulous. Uh, we are going to bring her out. She is fabulous. She is amazing. And she is a huge fan of drag. Everybody, let's welcome Miss Jen. Hi. Oh, hey, girl. Hello. So give us a little who, what, where. Who? Uh, my name is Jen. Um, what? Uh, my usual staple black t-shirt. Um, scrunchy from old navy uh little hand barbie hand earrings made by my friend ashley literally made with her blood sweat and tears she had to get stitches making them um <laughs> where can you find me um on instagram everything's scrolling right there um i mainly post my photography and pictures of my cats <laughs> nice how many cats do you have uh well we have Four. They all have their own story, but I, who is mine, is Patty. She's a little black cat, so she'll be coming with me no matter where I go. <laughs> Aw, that's amazing. Now, Jen, you have a pretty fabulous job. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? My photo stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I am resident photographer at Heat Nipa in Wilkes-Barre, PA, and then also... Um, 
I am the East Coast photographer for work.com, which that is a drag slash pop culture uh, entertainment website. Visit work.com and like them on Facebook for video interviews, um, recaps of TV shows. It's, it's a real fun time. Fun. I was looking at the site earlier. So if any of our viewers want to take a look, this is the site you'll be looking for. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. If you try going to W-O-R-K.com, it, it's not the right thing. <laughs> See, it's work. Work. <laughs> so fancy, do you have any questions for Jen? Oh my God, there's so many. First off, I'm living, I'm getting very... um. Uh, uh, Lydia Deeks from this black look tonight. Yeah, thank you. Um, Such a compliment, <laughs> right? girl. I live. That's one of my favorite. Do y'all remember the cartoon version of Beetlejuice back in the day? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like my favorite. I lived on it. Um, God, there's so many, so many questions for Jen. Um, okay, so here's a film that I don't know the answer to. How did you get started in the whole drag world? Like, how did that all begin? Um, well, way back when the first season of that TV show started, um, oh, yeah. I got reruns on, back when it was on Logo, then they played reruns on VH1. That's, I can't remember when exactly it was, but I just caught reruns one day and I'm like, oh, this is, this is different. And then I started watching and then I just casually started watching throughout all of the seasons. Um... Season six is when I kind of like really got into like the drag race world. Mm -hmm. And then um, around then is when I met Alexis Michelle before she got on her season of drag race and it spiraled from there. <laughs> you know, it, it's like I tell the children, like all the babies that come in, they're like, I want to be a drag queen. I'm like, no, you don't. It's no, terrible. I've been around long enough. It's written out. <laughs> I literally feel like, I feel like, you know, I remember being, you know, a late teenager, early 20s, and like my, you know, my older aunts, you know, at the family picnic, uh, sitting there chain smoking their cigarettes going, don't start smoking, it's terrible for you, as they're, you know, chain smoking a whole pack. I become that queen where I'm just like, honey, don't start doing drag, it's an expensive habit, it'll drain your bank account, it'll ruin your life, it'll screw your sex life over. It's terrible. It'll kill me. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that, like, you know, if you've never been in the drag world, either as a queen or as, you know, in some capacity, mm -hmm. if you haven't been on the inside of the drag world, you know, inside the drag closet, as it were, um, you'll just never understand. Like, I tell people all the time in shows, you know, y'all pay to come see the show on stage. I said, but the real show happens backstage. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, don't worry. I love what I do. I love drag. I love, you know, all my sisters and the kikis and the party. Whatever. But, you know, it just, it, not everyone is ready for this life. And I mean that in like, not saying people aren't talented, but they just like, the drag life is very, very different. It's very taxing, very, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically. And that's why you see so many queens, you know, especially now with drag race. You know, you'll see 40 new queens pop up in a year, but maybe five will survive, you know, the three, four year mark to actually have a longevity of a career. Yeah, Just exactly. Well, and Jen, you've been on both sides of this and I would like to share this picture because I love this picture so much and I love that you held on to it. <laughs> Jen has stepped into the drag world 
Yes. Very occasionally, uh, some people say I'm found more often than Haley's Comet, which that is every, what, 75 years? <laughs> <laughs> it's so, just too, I always just say I'm too lazy. Like, it's fun, but like, I give all of the respect and props to you guys for doing doing it constantly. Like me, like once like a year, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> gotcha. My My husband's the same way. He's a Halloween drag queen. Yeah. Like, we'll put it on once a year, um, make it crazy, make it fun. Like, he does bearded drag, so it's, like, way extra. But he's like, nope, not for me. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've said it to you. Know, everybody should try drag at least once. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, people in the LGBT world, Halloween's the popular one, you know, the popular time to try. And I would say, like, it's the gateway drag, honey. That's when drag queens are born. Halloween. So true. Oh, God, love them. Now, Jen, while you are in the drag scene, I do have a fun question. Okay. What is one thing you have always wanted to ask a drag queen and just haven't asked yet? I mean, it's... I know a lot, unfortunately. I think you already know too damn much. <laughs> I know a lot, but... I mean, one thing that I like to ask people... Um, it's obviously it's a subjective thing, but like, what was your first either like experience with drag, whether it was in TV or film, or if you just went to a bar one day and you saw a drag queen, like, Hey, that's cool. Like for both of you, like what was your first experience with um, seeing a drag queen or just, just drag in general? Fancy. Do you want to go first? So I think, I mean, for me, like my very first experiences with drag were, before I knew I was gay, back in my straight days. And I remember, you know, watching, uh, I think the first like time I actually saw drag was in The Birdcage, the movie The Birdcage. Um, and I remember like seeing The Birdcage and Tu Wong Fu, you know, seeing those movies. And like, it was one of those things that I connected with it. And I, at, at the time, I didn't know why, but it just, and, like, I, but I remember like watching it in secret. Like I didn't want anybody to know I was watching it. Um, and I definitely connected with it, and it just you know, not necessarily the drag part of it, but just the movies. Um, you know, and then obviously as I get a little older and kind of got into the gay scene a little bit, you know, I remember seeing my first drag show, and like I've always been a performer, so I remember thinking like I could do that, but like not my life, nope, not gonna happen. Um, and then circumstances happen, bing, bang, boom, here she is. <laughs> Same answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, it's it's a very similar answer for me. Um, you know, I I was always a performer, and there, I reached a point in my career where I was just kind of like the guy roles are fun, but I want to play her, and I want to play that role. And you know, there are still roles that you know I want to play Frau Blucher in Young Frankenstein. Uh, basically, if Andrea Martin has played the character, I want to play the character too. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. And, you know, it just, it's fun. It's, it's very liberating, you know, very playful. Apparently my phone just decided to look up liberating while I said that. She's going through some stuff right now. She's having a hard time. Funny, my um, phone looked up Liberace. <laughs> nice. Do you want to know how to screw with everybody? Alexa, play Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> After people in the world were just like, 
Damn it! Everybody <laughs> watching the show is now mad at me. It happens. You did it to mine. <laughs> Alrighty, we have some fantastic. A lot of people watching the show tonight. Don Davis saying, "Jen, miss you, girl." Hi, Don. I miss you. Aw, he is amazing. He's uh, fantastic. What else we got? A lot of hello, ladies. Hi, everyone. Uh, Don, Jen can write the drag user manual. Right. Uh, probably. <laughs> yep. So, Jen, how do you tuck? Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> From Anastasia, love the hair fancy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, kids. Are you ready for our first guest? We're, uns we're unsure. We're going to go for it anyway. All righty, kids. We are bringing to you, uh, she is a queen from the Philly area. I just got a chance to chat with her a little while ago. I can see what she's doing backstage, and I'm all about it. All righty, kids. We are going to bring out Delilah Mizani Cristal. Yes. Hey, girl. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm going to take this off, by the way. I really, oh, okay. I'm really okay. into my eye makeup tonight, so I thought I would, you know. You look stunning. Thank you. Thank you so if, much. You bet. Give us a little who, what, where about you. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. Um, thank you for having me at the drag closet. My name is Delilah Mazzani Crystal. Um, I am wearing hair that I made myself. Yes, I colored in, made in, straightened this wig myself. And I'm also wearing a shirt, like, no, a uh, hoodie that I got from Against All Odds, you know, KOP, because I like that street shit. Damn. Um, what was the last one? I'm Where so can we find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, QTA underscore Delilah Miz. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Oh, so and TikTok. Um, I'm sorry. I have a TikTok too. Um, Delilah the Party Girl. I'll put that under there too. Somewhere. Awesome. Uh, throw it in the group chat and I'll make sure we post it. Got you. Um, so we'll start with Jen. Do you have any questions for Delilah? I really don't know. Because I've known her for a bit. I don't really have uh, any. I mean, I can ask the same question that I did to you both. Um, what was your first like experience with drag, whether like in TV or film, or if you just randomly went either went to a bar, saw like a performance? Like, what was your introduction? Um. I've had uh, many, many, many introductions um, as far as like Holiday Heart when I was real young, um, and a bunch of and a bunch of other movies. But my mom would give me her wigs, like when and with this was when I was little. She would take off her wigs, give them to me, and play Proud Mary, and she knew that I that I knew the whole choreography, so she would get her life off of that. And my first show, I was 16 at an internship at a pen. And they told me about their NCAL. And that's how I started performing. That's amazing. I love that story. Thank you. <laughs> now, I have a question. You did this hair yourself? Yes. Yes. That is incredible. Can you... Like, quickly take us through the process of it. 
So I I use my hands. You can do you can do this with a sewing machine. I haven't mastered that skill yet. So I'm like this is all me right here. Uh and yeah, I get a you know, it's it's a dome cap, string, needle, and hair of your desire. I you I prefer human hair. That's just, you know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just that type. It dances, dances for me. I, I like using human hair because it dances with me. Yeah. There is definitely a big difference between human hair and not so human hair. <laughs> well. And it's that. It's that right there. <laughs> That's I don't what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, listen, if hair is dry, it could okay, well I'm I'm not dry tonight, but you know, I've seen I've seen hair, I've seen human hair in some predicament in some predicaments, you know. <laughs> That's true. It's true. You should see what's underneath this wig. That's some human hair in a predicament. <laughs> Fancy, do you have any questions for Delilah? I had so many. Um, gosh. Hey, I'm Fancy. Hey, girl. Um, I'm trying to be like, I don't know. Um, so, I don't know. Um, here we go. Let's be a fun one. So what is like the, what's the perform, like what's the one performance that you've done that you think is the most like out of your box or like people wouldn't expect from you? I remember when I did, uh, um, cause if you, if you know me, I, I'm, I'm a hip hop girl. I do hip hop. All of, all of my performances are R and B, hip hop, trap, sexy, stripper, what have you. Um, but one night I did um, Bring on the Men by Deborah Cox from her, uh, from from that uh, Dr. Dr. Hyde, Mr. Jekyll play yes. from 2012, yeah. I did. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That in a dress, short hair, and heels, all three things I never wear in drag. Um, <laughs> and the crowd went crazy. It, and yeah, it was something that people don't usually expect from me and what some people and people don't usually realize that I'm a big fan of hip hop. I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of pinup just as much as I am hip hop. Ooh, It's funny because I remember, so I had a performance in mind when I asked that question and it was similar because there was one time I came to a Dragorama and I don't remember. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. It was maybe, maybe a year ago. Yeah. Um, and you were doing, oh God, which, um, all that jazz from mm -hmm. Chicago. 
Yeah. I, I heard the song. I was like, who's doing this? And I was like, oh, 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 okay, I'll do it the Broadway. I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> She's got uh, some musical theater tracks. Yeah, right. Well, I've, I, I, I've, like I've been in Glee theater all through <laughs> high school, and I went to and I went to um college to study theater. So oh, yeah, I, I've got I had the acting chops, but nobody. Okay, knew. okay I have another question. Uh oh. <laughs> what is one musical theater role you would give anything to play? Ooh, now see, that's a good one. Tricky, tricky. That that's 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 really tricky. Um, and you know, there are so many things that they're um that they're turning into uh into musicals these days. But I don't. You know what? Let's just say if um if True Jackson VP became a Broadway musical, I'm there. <laughs> yes. We have some fabulous comments from Miss Gabrielle Dixon. That name, yes. Thank you. Yeah, you were one of our fabulous woo girls. We have a yes, Delilah from Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> Come on, baby Tina Turner. <laughs> Uh, one for Fancy from Chris Amansky. Miss you, Fancy. Oh, I love her. <laughs> so, um, Delilah, we talked about something briefly backstage. And I want to know, especially for the audience, being a trans woman, do you find it is easier or more difficult to be a drag queen? Well, I definitely find getting dressed easier. You know what I mean? And every every few weeks it gets it gets a lot easier to 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 get the look you want. But um I say as far as uh a part of just being in the culture, you know, it it it, it has its struggles, you know, because for for the longest time, um drag was a boys club. You know what I mean? So unless you're a girl dressing up as a boy they're they're like they're they're gonna um make you run for your money or however that phrase goes, you know what I mean? But um but but yeah, like it it's it's like it's not because mm, I I really don't know how I wanna say this, but I know in my experiences when I am performing and I don't pad because I, I I know what I have and I know what I want to look like. But when when I'm like sometimes when I'm on stage performing and there are men in the audience, they can get um, the wrong messages. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one like one time, and this was years ago, but one time um, a guy took a dollar and was just like sliding it up my leg, and like tried to stuff it into my um into my into my cat suit. Yeah. Cat suit was not the word I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, honey, he had to pull back a dub there, honey. Right. No. He'd have been in no, trouble. Just the cat, just the body suit. Uh-uh. Because if, 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 if he had if he had reached anywhere else, I would have had to call a brother and maybe a cousin or two. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> And see, that's one of the things that I get very weird about, you know, because I, being a show host and director, like I always worry about my girls, and it's like, 
some of these audience members, you know, and it's not just the men. Sometimes the you know, the Beckys and the Karens get a little crazy. Yeah, they, you know, if they're used to uh, you know male drag queens, they think it's okay to grab our tits, grab our ass, you know, this that because it's fake, it's just stuffing. And it's like, but then when you have either you know trans women, you know, cis women that are doing drag, you know, it's not always pat. And it's like, yeah. and even when it is padding, it's like. That doesn't give you the right to just rope me and touch me inappropriately. It's still assault. Yeah. yeah. Like, consent is very important. Yeah. And it's one of those things, that, like, you know, for me, being, being the funny girl, especially like the naughty, you know, doing the, the naughty comedy, you know, if I'm out doing a number that is about being slutty and, you know, dirty and raunchy, then yes, I might, you know, push my tits together and let you put your dollar in my titties. Like, but that means, like, Place your dollar there. Don't be reaching your hand up in there. Don't be getting all crazy. But then I'll even have customers that get twisted. Like I'll come out later in the show and do a crown number in a beautiful gown, crown, you know, all dressed up. And they're still trying to shove a dollar in my titties. And I'm like, no. They just don't understand, honey. Yeah, I like I remember a couple years ago, and she and this is my sister, so she she knows I've I've forgiven her for this. Um but I remember when I was in a competition a couple of years ago and I was like smacked on my ass like real hard. Um and cause it's cause it's not always just just um just audience members that do this. It's it's, mm -hmm. it's other performance it's other performers too, when especially when we're all in the dress room and shit. Um but yeah, I remember like being smacked on my ass real hard and I turn around and she's like, Oh girl, I was looking for your padding. Like not even realizing I was just skin and tights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when like being so you'd be like being a woman in drag, like you're 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 watched closer. Or no, being like being a trans woman in drag, you're what like you're watched a little bit closer because when like when you're on stage, everything has to be either doll-like or pageant-like or pretty. Or anything like that. Like if if it's alternative, then if it's all other than that, they won't get you. Well, and luckily, like I always say, the the graphics of drag are changing all the time. So yeah. hopefully, we will reach a point where people will be like, "Drag is drag. All drag is valid. Let's have some fun. Let's party, and let's all enjoy each other's company." Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm and that's my favorite thing. I've had this happen a few times over the past like year or two. You know, I've had audience members come up to me and ask me after a show, you know, if I have a new girl or something like that. They'll ask me if I don't, like, is she trans? Is she that? And I'm just like, wouldn't you like to know, dear? And it's like, you know, because people are starting to get used to the idea that it's not just male drag queens. So, you know, like, some of the girls, you know, they're asking, like, wait, is that a trans woman? Is that a cis woman? Is that a a boy that just looks real, you know, like pulled it off for a while. And I'm just like, you'll never know. And that's the thing. It's like, I love that. It's like, it doesn't matter what's between their legs or what, you know, used to be between their legs or whatever. Did you enjoy the show? Good. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sit we'll, back we'll and enjoy the show. <laughs> Literally. And if you want to know, there's like, there are ways to ask. Like, if you really want to know, like how someone identifies or if if you really need to address them that badly then you can right, say right. And the thing, it's different if you're asking like oh like what are their pronouns sure mm -hmm. yeah you know but it's like 
it, and of course, you know, the age-old debate that we've all had a million times. Why, like, if we're not sleeping together, why do you need to know what is between my legs, darling? Exactly. Like, like her. Does that, everybody why does just need to you? know? Right? It's I'm nobody's like, business. I had a guy. It's never been like it's never been anybody's business. Like, but, I don't know. but but you know, every, every, everybody everybody want to know what they don't need to know so they they can have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is, and because you know, you know me, I'm a sassy little bitch. <laughs> Whenever somebody has, like, especially men, when men ask me that question, especially straight men, God love them, I'll always <laughs> say, well, "What you got between your legs, honey? Let me see. Like, what you packing?" Okay. And they get very like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, how dare you? And I'm just like, oh, you don't like me asking about your dick? I was like, hmm, maybe you should be asking about what other people have between their legs. Hmm. Okay. Right there. I love it. <laughs> well, no, I will dig the magnifying glass out because I'm that tight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Isn't it cute? An extra belly button. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at little baby. Look at <laughs> Oh, did you grow that yourself? Oh. Yeah. Come back when it's an adult. Oh. Hateful, yeah. all of us, and I love everything about it. <laughs> we do have a fabulous comment here from Anthony Hackett. Delilah Hasis, OMJ. That is my sister. That is my big sister, Diva. I love her. I love yeah. her. Hey girl, hey! Make sure you follow inside the dry closet. That was shameless. I don't, I don't regret it. She's got a shameless plug, bitch. Okay. Uh, Don has a great quote. Everybody wants to know what they don't need to know. Fancy truer words have never been spoken. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, well, Delilah, we are going to let you go for a couple minutes. Hang out backstage. We're going to bring you back at the end where we're going to answer some questions from the audience. Okay, I'm gonna take a smoke break. Go for it. <laughs> Have yeah. fun, girl. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, she is a delight. Oh, she hoot and holler, honey. Right, I want to work with her. Now, speaking of a hoot and a holler, we have a fabulous guest filling in last minute for us. I'm so excited to chat with him. Kids, I am bringing out Mr. CJ. Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, it's like fire, bitch. Uh, look, you dressed up for the occasion. You know, I had to. I just, I, you know, I was sitting here watching everybody, and I saw you had a crown on, so I was like, oh, I got to put mine on. And then I saw everyone's fabulous lips, and I said, let me put a lip on. Oh, I love it. Why not? You know, let's do I'm it. Where the hell did you get a goddamn Taco Bell onesie? I hate you. Oh, this? <laughs> <laughs> um, from the Taco Bell test kitchen. Of course. Oh, wait, here's my important question. So you know how like all the Taco Bell sauce packets have like a little like funny like message on them? Uh-huh. Does yours have a message on there somewhere? I don't know if you can read it. I don't know what it says. Stand up a little bit. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. There we go. I knew I was your favorite. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Well, CJ, I wish it was customizable. <laughs> I love it. Give us a little who, what, where. Um, I'm CJ. Um, where? Um, it's down here. Up oh, this way, right there. There we go. Um, from Orlando, Florida. Um, and 
uh, who, what, okay. And then Taco Bell repping. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, the crown is Fierce Drag Jewels. Um, the lip is Sugar Pill. Um... The hair me. <laughs> Ow, fuck. Oh, I can't swear. <laughs> that way. And yeah, that's that's everything, I think. Oh, and EarPods um, Apple. <laughs> and where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> On the behind a dumpster somewhere. No, everything is scrolling <laughs> at the bottom right there. Instagram, Twitter, and OnlyFans for $9.99 a month. Um, you can see all of this without the onesie. Um, and it's now. at the C-E-E underscore J-A-Y. Um, rent is due. So go ahead and subscribe. I have blown away by how incredibly body positive you are. Well, thank you. Like, I am... Um, the way I look at it is like I I want to be the person that I didn't have growing up to look up to. So I didn't have anybody really body positive to look up to when I was growing up. So I was like very ashamed of what I look like in the body that I had um, to where like I used to shave this all the time because I didn't like it was what I saw as growing up in the gay world was thin, hairless. And if you didn't look a certain way, you weren't accepted. Well, fuck it. This is who I look. This is who I am. This is what I look like. Love it. Hate it. It's indifferent because I love me and that's what it's going to be. I love that message. Like that's perfect. Wait, what did you use to shave all the time? That right there. (laughs) You can go subscribe. Subscribe. You can see it all. Nice. My chest and I'm a goddamn drag queen. I'm just no, I'm not um, but no. See, I will tell you. Um, I've ha- I have it on good account uh, uh, from very reputable sources that uh, his OnlyFans is quite lovely. I mean, I've never seen it because I am a virgin and you know a good Christian woman, so we know I'm not looking. But I have it on good account that it's worth it. So get on that show. Do it. Exactly. Do it. <laughs> it's Nike baby. Maybe Maybe I'll give a discount to everybody watching. There we go. Mm. Probably not. Probably not. Promo code is I don't know. Promo code is don't you want to see it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, I don't think thank you. Like I just before you can before I'm gonna interrupt you. Go for it. Um but I just want to thank you. Like I watch the inside the drag closet uh 
virtual podcast that you guys do. Um, and I absolutely love it. You guys are amazing. And I feel so honored to be asked to be a part of it right now. Like this is, this is incredible. You guys are all amazing. I love you all. Um, and like when fancy text me and said, Hey, do you want to do this? I was like, uh, yeah, just tell me where, when, how, and I will be there. Aww. So I, I want to thank you guys for inviting me and letting me be part of it. And so well, y'all have I, to understand, CJ has been like, he has the uh, fortunate or unfortunate, depends on how you want to look at it, uh, 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 association to a lot of Orlando Queens. Um, we had a bunch of them on a few weeks ago for my birthday last month. Um, Miss April Fresh, uh, Miss uh, Addison Taylor, and Miss uh, Gidget Galore. Uh, so if he can survive them, honey, we're not <laughs> compared to right. them. God love them. Well, and it's funny. I did want to reach out to you. I had something in the works. So CJ, if you'd be interested in returning, I would like to do a night of drag significant others. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm the trick it. of it is I want the drag queen to paint the significant other in their face. Okay. So I don't know if y'all saw... <laughs> what i did to myself last I month yeah um i don't know jay did you see it jen did you I, see it no i did not okay so, oh, it was well i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and now. i'm gonna go ahead and share my screen because i have it go for it so y'all so y'all can see this atrociousness oh no um so i did oh there it is i did that Ooh. she's she got said, personality she, <laughs> she's got something and personality is not what I was thinking. Um, well, I said, you know what? Let me have fun with it. Let me go on Facebook Live. Let me talk to the people. Let me like just have fun with it. And I said, I'm going to do it myself. I'm not going to have Ginger be included with it because I feel like that's what people want to see. So I said, let me do it myself. And well, this is a, that's what happened. I kind of dig it. It's like goth girl the morning after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything was going so well into the eyeliner. <laughs> Everything was going that out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it actually looks a little better than my first try and drag. So I can't, I can't fault you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, gonna I'm all for it. Like, let's let's do it. Like, oh my god, we're gonna do like a whole like newlywed game bet. We'll do the whole. Oh, it'll be obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, completely. <laughs> I live. We're gonna, but we're gonna be we're like gonna have fun, but it's gonna be like the late night version. Like we won't be using the word. <laughs> yes. We'll just be bold and be like, "Where'd y'all fuck?" Like what? <laughs> what can I say? I'm mm -hmm. That'll be the whole thing. So you two are really cute together. Where did you first bang? Um, <laughs> on my couch. Nice. Love that. We're we're classy. You know, we uh, yeah. I yeah. Uh, I just threw it down and well. Wouldn't you like to know the rest? Right. You so, can watch um, that right here. It's right there. No, <laughs> Ginger's not on there. Don't. It's don't fine. You, you know, we y'all can see what you're getting though. It's fine. True. We did mention Ginger a couple times. So, like, tell us a little bit about your fabulous drag significant well, other. You're in luck. She's right here. She came and visited. <laughs> <laughs> I. I was there the night she got that picture. Yeah, this is from Miss National Comedy Queen when she stepped down. I know. That's when I met the bitch. It was her step down. I competed that year. She was supposed to crown me, but they I was appointed because the other girls dropped out of the pageant, so we didn't have a pageant. 
Um, so she didn't get to crown me, but yeah, I competed that year. So that was back in 2013, God World. Back when the world was normal. That well, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go that um, What can I say about Ginger that hasn't been said? Uh, she looks good. Um, um, she's doing all right. Uh, we're doing some awesome stuff right now. Um, I can just say that she's doing a Netflix show right now um, where she is hunting ghosts, which is weird because she's afraid of everything that's spooky. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, so I really can't go into much about it, but she's doing that and it's going to be fabulous. Look for it next year. So tell the children um, something y'all were doing. I think you had started before COVID and then kind of adapted it for COVID. Um, tell the children about the whole TV Land series. Oh, that yeah. I gagged. I, I live. Yeah. So we have this uh, series that we do. I got to stop swaying. I'm so sorry. I'm making people nauseous. Um, <laughs> so we have this series in Orlando. It's called TV Land Live. Uh, we do it at the world famous Parliament House in the Footlight Theater. Um, we have six shows scheduled for the season. Um, we opened with Roseanne uh, over in, in February with Danny Franzese from Mean Girls. Um, he oh. played Dan Connor. Uh, Ginger played Roseanne. Um, Mitch and Miss Adrian played Darlene. Um, Divine Grace played Becky. Um, Doug Bowser, who is an Orlando comedic legend, he played DJ on his knees the entire show. Um, and um, Gidget Galore played Jackie. Um, so it was really fun. We recreated the entire set um, and then we do it there. We wrote two episodes into one, changed a little things. Um, and then we were gonna do Gilligan's Island um, and then COVID hit. So Gilligan's Island was kind of postponed and put on the back burner. Um, and then our next show that we were going to do, if everything was back to normal, was supposed to be this month. Oh, not this month, in October. Um, and it was going to be The Monsters. Yeah. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, because everything is going on, um, we decided to go ahead and postpone the monsters because we don't really feel safe putting people into the theater for an extended period of time. Um, and then we're going to hopefully, knock on wood, come back in November with Designing Women. Bitch, yes. Yes. Um, and then December, we'll do the Golden Gals Christmas musical that we do every year. Um, and then we'll go into the new year and kind of go back to doing Gilligan's Designing the Monsters. Um, and then we'll introduce our 2021 season, which will include Bewitched. Yes. Um, and the only other show that we have confirmed is I Love Lucy. You better love Lucy yeah. Bit. Yeah. So those are the only two confirmed shows that we are doing next year, 100%. Of course, we're going to do the Golden Gals and Christmas again. Um, but other than that, it's going to be a really, really fun season. The things that we have kind of in the works um, are really fun and different than what others are doing out in the world right now. Um, and of course, you know, depending on COVID safety and what we can put in the theater and social distancing and stuff, it'll be, you know, a really interesting experience for everybody. Um, yeah. The cool thing we do sometimes too is like after the show's aired, after we do it live, like two or three months later, we'll stream it um, on our website, tvlandlive.com. Um, mm -hmm. You can watch it there and, you know, you can tip the girls and everything like that um, and tip the crew and, and we kind of split everything amongst everyone. So. No, I yeah. love that. You know, especially being from you know Philadelphia, y'all do so much fun shit down there. And like I, you know, I would love to just come to every single show, but trying to get to Orlando that many times is expensive, bitch. 
Yeah. Hey, just watch it when we stream it live. Just watch it that oh, yeah. way. Go get your that's, that way. that's what I think the good part about COVID is, you know, forcing us in the drag world and the entertainment world to like get innovative. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm definitely like kind of in this mindset going, you know, even once we get back to normal about, you know, still doing obviously live shows, but like the idea of doing the, you know, we were talking about like recording things and then streaming it later to give, you know, people that, don't live in your area the chance to see stuff because there's so many friends and family throughout that you know <laughs> make it to every day. Well, God bless Jen. I mean, so Jen, where do you actually live? Like, what town are you in? I I live like seven minutes from Wilkesbury. I'm like right outside of it. So like I'm in northeastern PA. Yeah. So you know, Jen's about two hours from me, and like mm-hmm. anybody that's you know you you never know where she's gonna pop up. You'll see her in Philly, Jersey, Wilkesbury. <laughs> you, you never know. You're just like, oh, Jen's here. Hey, girl. <laughs> it's you either have a portal machine or a good broom. One or the other. <laughs> so I'm sorry I disappeared for a minute. What a great time for my laptop to restart. Oh, no. <laughs> Stupid. Well, maybe if your vibrator wasn't sucking all the energy out of your computer, it wouldn't restart. I mean, you're not wrong. So. <laughs> it is. Right. Well, <laughs> We do have to uh, get to a quick little commercial break before we move on. Then Fancy's going to give us a few words of wisdom, but we will be back with everybody in just a couple minutes. Sit tight and we'll see you soon. WLFE-DB.com, where our shows are your shows. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Oh, hi, kids. How we doing out there today? So you get to see a little bit about all of our shows out there, but right now we are going to do a little fancy corner. Um, you know, just words of advice from mother, mother's wisdom for the day. Uh, first bit of wisdom is uh, make sure your wigs aren't right, because girl, she's getting a little slippy tonight while this hair piled up tonight. But uh, my real advice for the day. So obviously, you know, we're all going through a lot. Uh, you know, whatever your personal things you're going through. But of course, we're all going through this crazy COVID mess and the political climate. All this just, it's a lot to go through right now, girl. Um, you know, whatever your personal stuff is on top of all this stuff in our country and then throughout the whole world. Um, something that I've been doing lately that's really been helping is, you know, just getting connected to my, you know, myself and my kind of inner peace and all that stuff. Um, you know, some people, you know, call it a bunch of psychobabble, whatever, or, you know, voodoo voodoo. But, you know, just really taking some time to meditate, you know, and if you're not into the meditation, just taking time to be with yourself um, and just center and, you know, really check in with yourself emotionally and mentally um, and really, you know, just kind of try to clear and release everything from the day. Um, whether that means, you know, take a little drive out to the, the country, find some woods, maybe a nice little stream. And if you can't do that, you always find the sound effects on YouTube and, you know, turn your bedroom into a nice little babbling brook. But yeah, just really check in with yourself um, and try to just, you know, spend a little time every day to just release the stress of the world and the news and Facebook and social media and just relax and, you know, try to find a little inner peace because Lord knows, honey, in this day and age, we need it. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's one thing I have not gotten a chance to do nearly as much. I love to hike in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's my my stress reliever. It's nice to just walk around for a few hours and just get completely lost, just like your hair right now. I know. <laughs> She's I going on her own personal journey. <laughs> what is uh, happening? <laughs> she's about to she, she, She's got a lot a going on. Get a moment. <laughs> so uh, speaking of that, Fancy, what is your, like, your recentering sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so lately, you know, I've, I, so I've always been very spiritual as a person, um, not necessarily, you know, latch on any religion, but just very, you know, spiritual and connecting with you know, that. And for me, it's just taking time to, you know, sit. Um, I've found a lot of uh, like guided meditations on YouTube. If you just search like guided meditation, um, for all different things, you know, like if there's a specific thing, like, you know, you're looking to, you know, like for cleansing or for centering or for, you know, if you get into like Reiki and chakras and stuff like that, um, just find yourself a guided meditation or just even a calming sound, whatever that is for you. And just, you know, taking that time to just forget about everything else and breathe and just focus on you and what you, you know, need in this world and uh, being just like what you need internally. Um, you know, and it, it's amazing how you get so much clarity on things. Like, it's, you know, I always say with the, um, what the hell's that damn poem? They're all popular when they put it on coffee mug, the serenity prayer. Yes. That whole thing of like, you know, accepting, you know, the, the, the things you can't change and really just understanding, like, I can't control this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to stress over it. I'm not going to worry about it. I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. So I just have to deal with that. Because that's been a big thing for me. 
I'm trying to find um, something that's been popping up on Facebook a lot lately that yeah. I absolutely love. It's a quick little, you know, for anyone reading this, here it is. If you're reading this and everybody who's watching the show right now, I recommend trying this. If you're reading this, release your shoulders away from your ears, unclench your, your jaw and drop your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Simple, nice, relaxing, something we could all use yeah. a little bit more of. I'll tell you, it's funny. Um, this is kind of nuts, but like way back in there, um, my my gym teacher in high school kind of did something like that. It was like basically a guided relaxation. Mm -hmm. And you know, I still remember that to this day. And there's times where like, if I get really stressed, I can just sit and like, and it's basically just going from the top of your head down to your feet and focusing. And basically what you do is you tense up all the muscles in a certain area and then release them. Yeah. And like isolating those muscles and just releasing. And by the time, you know, take 15, 20 minutes, you just completely, your whole body just, it's amazing the amount of tension we carry. Yeah. And especially right now, luckily things are looking up, things are getting better, but the struggle is not done. So we just got to keep centering ourselves, relaxing ourselves and stay focused. It is still real, girl. The struggle is still real. Speaking of staying focused, are you ready for the shenanigans that is all five of us? Oh my God, here we go. I can't wait. All righty. We're going to bring everybody back, starting with our fabulous woo girl, Jen, Delilah yeah. Mizani, Crystal, and CJ. Ooh, I put on some eye makeup too now. And I changed the lip. <laughs> the changes up in here. I love it. I restarted my laptop during the time. Yeah. We yeah. love that. <laughs> so at this point, if anybody out there has any questions for the five of us, feel free to ask. But I want to touch on something, um, a question that was given to Delilah earlier. I would actually like to see all of us answer this. What is one performance that was so outside of your box? So let's start with Fancy. So, you know, most people that have seen me perform that know me, um, I tend to do comedy and it's a lot of filth comedy. I, you know, I go for the naughty, the naughty, naughty. Um, so that's what people expect of me. They, they really expect to see quirky, funny, you know, kind of stuff. Um, but as anybody, any comedian will tell you, they always say comedy is born of pain. So comedians tend to have a very emotional side as well. Um, so whenever I get the right opportunity, like I've done it in pageants before for talents, um, occasionally just the right show with the right people. I have my little kind of bank of, you know, personal numbers that I do once in a while. And one of the numbers I think that really kind of, I did it at my show in Lansdale, which I've been doing for about six years. I had a lot of regulars there. So people I'm really connected to. Um, I did a performance. The song is called What Makes a Man a Man. And basically, uh, it's an older song. It was originally done by Charles Aznavour. Um, I found a remake of it. And basically, the song it talks about being a drag queen. And, you know, it's very somber. And then it kind of goes through, you know, the typical day of a drag queen. Like, oh, you know, I live here. And, da, 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 da. and then, like, you know, I, I do the show. I change my sex right before their eyes. And um, then it's after the show. Me, me and friends go out for, you know, a bite to eat. And we cut up and kiki and this and that. And then it's, I go home alone and, you know, all the glitter and glam goes away and I'm left alone. Um, and as I do the number, I systematically get out of drag. So I did the number, I'm back in like full normal boy makeup off and all. 
And, you know, it's not a very happy number. It talks about how, you know, this life, uh, this entertainment life can be a very lonely one. Um, so I definitely call people off guard on that one. I think it shocked them a little bit to see the serious, more sensitive side of fantasy. I love that. Yeah. I did a performance once. Um, I do a lot of comedy as well, but I'm, I'm kind of a chameleon. I can suit a lot of different things. But one night I was like, what's something nobody expects from me? I performed Beyonce's End of Time. Hey. And everyone's like, Jade is doing Beyonce? <laughs> like, yep. Game on. I, I danced. I had like beautiful flowy hair. Like I, and I was living for it. Nobody in the audience was ready. They were like, <laughs> she got more what? tricks we weren't aware of. Hello. Uh, how about you, CJ? Um, so I've only performed twice in my entire life. Um, the one time it was for the Trevor Project, uh, it was this brunch that Ginger was hosting in Texas, um, and she made me come up on stage and perform to um, Beyonce's Who Runs the World? I don't remember. <laughs> I think that's the case. Yeah, I've um, seen this video. Um, it's on, it, if you go to my Instagram, it's on my Instagram, on my highlights. I rip my shirt off at the end of it. I do like a handstand into a roll, into a pose. Uh, it's it's a mess. Um, but I think my favorite thing I've ever done was I performed, I competed in my first ever pageant last year, which was the Mr. Comedy Queen pageant, which is a fundraising pageant that um, the National Comedy Queen uh, organization does for the Barber Fund, which uh, helps raise money for people who need help with uh, cancer treatments, um, it was created when, um, oh my God, her name just escaped me. Tweeka passed away, who's a former Miss National Comedy Queen. She passed away of cancer. Um, so they started the organization in her honor. Um, and I did, as my talent, um, build a wall from Shrek as Donald Trump. <laughs> with, mixed in, with mixed in quotes of him talking about the wall and... Um, his daughter and all it was so stupid, but I was dressed as Donald Trump and I didn't win, but it was fun. Like I, it was probably my favorite thing I've ever done. Cause I made the mix myself, came up with the whole concept myself. Um, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love that. How about you, Jen? Um, well, I've only performed a small handful of times, but um, most of the numbers I've done were, you know, just songs that I liked. Um, I mean, the most different one that I've done was uh, I got Love from Smash, uh, sung by Jennifer Hudson. I think that was my second, actually my second number I've ever done. And that was very different for me. And it was a lot of fun. That's amazing. And I kind of wanted, I want to ask Delilah again, but I want to change the question a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you ready? Sure. What is the one number that you could perform time and time again and never get tired of? <laughs> now, you know what? Because there's so many of those. I, I do have a lot of them. But um, first of all, I know there's one that I'm, that I'm never, ever going to be able to let go of. And that's um, Got Me Good by Sierra. Or a matter of fact, any Sierra number. Just It's, it's always expected. I can literally watch her do level up like 20 times. Level up too. Mm -hmm. But the but. song that I could do time and time again is um, Throw a Fit by Tanache. 
That's that's okay. that's my jam right there. It's a it's a really good dance song for me. Fun. That and um and uh icy by uh or is it called icy by Kiki Palmer or no Bossy? It's called Bossy. Yes. Fun. Yes. yes Can so, we talk um, a moment for how good Kiki Palmer looked during the VMAs? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She looked amazing, girl. She. Mm, she she's always been you know very pretty but like it just the glow up lately has been like yeah okay. oh yeah all right also yeah. i do like i want to share um this memory with y'all from when i was in the same uh competition uh one one time it surprised me because my first lip sync song was a uh, working girl by shangela killed that easily then they gave me um they gave me something by Patty Lapone. Ooh. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and um what 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 was it called? Um uh oh, shit. I I don't have a very good singing voice. Uh, uh help me out. A uh, goodbye to blueberry pie. Oh, um, yeah, from uh, it's from Gypsy. Yeah, it's um, the one she sings. You know, I'm gonna get my kids. We're gonna get out. Mm -hmm. uh, that's been that song. I won that lip sync. Um, it's, that's what shocked me. It's some yeah. people. I had to, I Googled it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some people nice. can get a thrill. There we go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I won that lip sync to some people against, like against a queen who like, who does Broadway, like Broadway was in her caliber. Like she, she was known for that. So I looked, I, I looked at myself and I was like, what? <laughs> like I was, I, like I was, I was like, thank God, but I was, I was, I was shocked. So, but it was fun. I have a fun little story about unexpected things uh, that involves Miss uh, Miss Delilah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she'll remember this little story. Uh, so a few moons ago, uh, we were having a little staff party for one of the clubs we worked at, oh. and I was DJing the event, and it was just you know the staff, so like it was you know low key, and you know just all, all this cutting up, being a little crazy, mm -hmm. and you know. I'm playing all the, you know, the hip young music for the kids because I'm old. And, you know, Delilah and some of our other staff are out there, you know, and they're voguing and getting their life and just tearing it up. Well, I'd had just enough cocktails in me. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of these younger queens and uh, kids, you know, they don't remember mother's young days. So uh, the one manager was sitting there and he saw me get up. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, you might want to record this. <laughs> like all the kids are on stage, like voguing the house down, and I just like walked to the middle. And I was like, mm. everybody was like, move, right? <laughs> I didn't realize what was about to happen, and I literally just dropped into a split and started bouncing up, like just bouncing on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the whole place lost their mind. <laughs> and I've like, seen Fancy do splits before, so it wasn't a shock to me. So. When, right. As soon as she started walking, and I saw that she was wearing no shoes, I was like, <laughs> "I was like, like, I'm like go down. everybody move." And she just did that one thing. Because like, yeah. and see, that's the trick. Like, yes, I can do the splits. I can do the, but like, I do it once every like couple of years until people forget about it. Mm -hmm. 
And then I pull it out and they go like, because literally the, the first time I did it in drag, like during a performance, was for Outfest in Philly, uh, which like when I saw it. So out, yeah, so Outfest is like, it's basically like it's like Pride, but centered around uh, natural coming out day. And it's just a huge street party in Philly, and they have a big stage and the whole nine, and it's nuts. Um, so I was doing this performance, and it was a mix, whatever. And I get to the and the the performance that went before us. A bunch of skinny little pretty girls that are just, you know, slits and death drops and cooter slam and one after the other. And, you know, people go nuts for it, whatever. Well, then I walk on stage, the big girl. Mm-hmm. And girl, well, I dropped that split. That crowd lost their minds. I made so much money. I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Like, you pull out, like, one little move that the audience is not ready for. And they're like, <gasps> take all my money. Ah. And I would say, like, that's the joy. Like, you know, being a bigger queen, like, you know, the skinny girls get a lot of advantages over us, honey. I mean, half of them, you know, like, they can wear a paper sack and look good in it. But the big girls, we do have a little advantage. Like, I don't like If I walk on stage and do a little kickball change, you know, spirit fingers or something, crowd goes nuts. Oh, my God, look at her dancing. So Lila goes <laughs> on stage, and that girl will buck for five minutes straight and go nuts. And the crowd's like, yeah. Like they expect so much more out of them, but I'm like, well, I can get away with it. I'm gonna exploit them people, honey. Give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) We do have some fabulous comments uh, in over here from Jonathan Rice, otherwise known as Lady Geisha Stratton. Hey, y'all. Soon, (laughs) she's been doing. Geisha did a night on Facebook and it cracked me up. She was like, tip me $5 and I'll perform any song you want. And I was like, bitch, you didn't know my song. So. Give my money back. <laughs> Give my money back. She got you, girl. No, she has until I get her on this show to learn that song. Mm-hmm. Performed but- this way by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> but, can I, but can I say this about Geisha though? Like her brushwork. Oh yeah, really? Something. God. Well, here's what something that I learned the hard way about my darling daughter, Miss Geisha. Mm-hmm. She can beat a mug, honey. Yes, her yeah. own. <laughs> and like, she can paint other queens and other people that have a similar mug to hers. But bitch, she tried to paint me once. She don't know how to paint a big girl's face. She tried to con for me like she does herself. I looked rounder than a butterball turkey. I said, ma'am, and it was her show. I said, no, ma'am. Please tell she me how to look My face looked like a basketball. It was so round. I said, you just added 40 pounds to my face, ho. Fancy, please tell me you have a photo. Please tell me you have a photo. Oh, I do somewhere. I, I'll have to send it to you afterwards. I, I'm, I'm using my phone to be on the thing. Uh, oh, girl, I want to slap her. I said, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. She she painted my face once for a show, and it uh, was cute, but it wasn't quite what I expected. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do a night of, like, makeup tricks or something. Yeah. If anybody like, has my ideas, throw them in the comment section. Geisha offered to paint my face one time, like, Years ago, when I was when I was just coming out to the bars, and I was so stubborn, I was like, "No, I want to do it myself." Like, so yeah, I never I never got the pleasure of uh, Geisha. I think she helped me out a couple of times, especially like in a pageant setting. But um, 
Yeah, I never, I never got a full beat from Geisha. I think Ooh, I was a, she's I, definitely I loved her Geisha face. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, she, I think she can work with me. Cause that yeah. girl does know how to paint. Like, oh, yeah. and the thing is, like, I mean, now mind you, it's been a minute since she painted me. Maybe look like a butterball turkey. Um, <laughs> she's definitely gotten a lot better since then. You know, at, at things. Uh, but, but like, the thing I love about both of my daughters, you know. Usually the the adage is a drag mother will. Uh, oh, did I phrase? No, you're there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank God. Uh, so like usually drag mothers like you know, they teach their children how to paint. They teach their. I didn't teach my girls shit, honey. They taught me how to paint. Like they were already established queens when I took them on as children. Um, I taught them how to be professionals and the business side of drag. They taught me how to paint because I was, girl, my face was a mess for them. I remember. But yeah. <laughs> uh, shady bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it just, I mean, you know, because like I started doing drag before Drag Race was a thing. And, you know, I did, like, there weren't all these YouTube tutorials to watch. And like, there was no book on how to paint a drag face. So, like, I just kind of did what I knew and learned a little bit here, a little bit there. And, Took me like three, four years, but finally I got to something half decent. <laughs> and now I got this, so whatever. I like it. Speaking of that, um, we got a couple questions uh, from Sean Harrison. Is your hair okay, sis? Girl, no, it's not. Because, all right, here's the thing, people. I was running a little bit late tonight. Um, <laughs> and this is like four wigs on my head right now. And they are not pinned properly, so they keep shifting. Um, I didn't teach the poodle to sit. <laughs> hasn't learned that command yet, so she keeps she trying to run away. shooting its butt across the floor. Literally. <laughs> well, if you see something running down you know, the side of my face, it's not sweat. It's the poodle pissing. It's fine. <laughs> but, but they flip, though. You got their flip. It worked. Right. It's, it's the flip for me, Auntie. <laughs> the sad part is, I always make the joke, like, you know, like with big hair, I'm like, oh, the, it's like, your poodle sits so well in your head. Um, this, this piece, it looks like my cousin's dog. He has a Pomeranian. <laughs> that is literally this color. I'm just like, it's hysterical. Pomeranians are some of the funniest dogs ever. A friend of mine, her Pomeranian was 20 years old, but you would have never known, except for the fact that it only had one tooth. Oh. It would still bounce around the house because, you know, it was on a lot of caffeine. The best part was when it would bark at you. Because it would just be this cute little ball that would go. I can't. Now that I've now that that's out in the social media. Well, I'm going to try to bring it back together and have another fantastic comment that I was going to get to from Eric Jordan. I heard CJ is working on "Let Me Be Perfectly Queer" the podcast. What's that like, CJ? It's great. Um, I actually just became their uh, producer. Um, on the first episode coming back from their high eight, they, they interviewed me. Um, we talked about OnlyFans and how I feel like OnlyFans has kind of turned into like paid social media instead of just sex work. Um, because so many more people are starting to use it as a, a way to show off their craft um, and make money off of it because of everything going on in the world. Um, so 
But yeah, it's amazing. The two, my two hosts, which by the way, it's funny that Eric wrote that because Eric's one of my hosts. I have um, a <laughs> He's so good at plugging things. Oh, he is amazing. Oh, I haven't even seen him, but he sounds cute. Um, Eric is amazing. He used to be a DJ up in Buffalo for a number one radio station up there. Um, his co-host, Michael Burlow, is one of my really good friends. Um, they are great together. Um, but we have our upcoming episode, which came out, actually, it came out yesterday, just kidding. Um, we talked about, like, gays in queer representation in media. So we talked about how, um, you know, a lot of gay characters on network television are now usually played by a straight male, um, being a character of what we are as a community. Um, and then we talk about a little bit about Pose and how that's opened the eyes and given so many trans actresses and actors the opportunity to shine um, and really be a part of, you know, the queer media now, um, you know, and then we kind of talk a little bit about how, what queer baiting is and how they use, you know, gay, the gay community as a way to kind of lure the gay community into watching their show and then they're in there for all of two seconds. Mm -hmm. um, then we have our upcoming episode, which we are recording this weekend uh, for our Tuesday, is with um, Laganja Estranja from RuPaul's Drag Race. We have her as a special guest on the show. Um, so we're super excited about that. Um, we have an uh, um, upcoming episode with Jackie Huba, who's the founder of Drag Out the Vote. Um, we're going to have an, uh, an election special. We have so many great uh, guests coming this upcoming season with them. Um, but it's all about LGBT representation, the community, uh, celebrity gossip, locally owned LGBT businesses. Um, we're going to interview a lot of local queens. Um, so it's just kind of a different podcast. It's not your normal two gays with a microphone kind of thing where they just kiki and talk about drag race and all that kind of bullshit. I so, with Laganja. That's a cool ass bitch. She's amazing. I adore Laganja. I did Rocky Horror with her in cool Texas two years ago. She's ridiculous. She's She's I've amazing. Heard nothing but good things about her. Yeah, but um, the link is was up. Uh, it's I can there. Put it back up for you. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So the link is right here. If you want to go visit the website, we have a store. You can listen to past episodes on there. Um, it gets updated every day with some cool stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a really awesome podcast. So if you want to check it out, please do. The link's there. Um, so yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I have a fantastic comment here. From Dawn, I need to see you dance again soon, Delilah. It's been a minute. Dance right now. Uh, oh. uh, um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many things I can and can't say. Um, well, good news, Don. I'll be back on stage very soon. Like, I mean, very soon. Like this yeah. month, actually, this Saturday in Jersey, I'll be, I'll be doing uh, Divas Royale and AC again. So I'm excited for that. Um, and I, I do have another show that I have coming up that I don't think I can say too much about yet. But she'll be talking about it soon. Yes, it, I will be talking about it soon. And it's in Center City. Make sure you follow her on Instagram if you want yes. to find it. And it is and it will be on like and 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 it will be at a black owned gay bar. Yes. So yes. Once it comes through, I cannot wait. The cookout. I'm more details to come. <laughs> We've got a couple more. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. Lord. 
So we got a couple other questions, shenanigans, all of it. Um, my husband sent in an oh, entire Lord. novel for us to read. <laughs> so it says, CJ. Your name, CJ. I'm a... Right. From one partner of a queen to another, what is the biggest struggle that you have faced being in a relationship with a queen, ginger or otherwise? Also, when Jade and I first got together, lots of people, family and friends, questioned my sexuality due to them misunderstanding the differences between drag and trans. Have you faced any similar issues? Are they both for me? Sure. Here, I'll leave it up since, you know, it'll take a while to read the whole thing. Um... <laughs> You know, one of the biggest struggles I think that we faced when we first got together was um, I didn't know much about the drag scene um, because I, and this is gonna sound so bad, but I don't mean for it to be bad. Um, I never saw myself dating a drag queen. Hush your mouth. I didn't, cause I didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what drag was. I didn't like, let me rephrase it. I knew what drag was. I didn't understand much more than it's a performer who puts on makeup, who goes on stage, lip syncs to someone else's song who calls it a day. That to me was what I knew about drag. That was it, that was the baseline I knew about it. And that's what I think a lot of people think drag is. It's a person who puts on makeup, puts on some hair and goes and does a number and calls it a day. They don't understand what actually goes into it. Um, and then when I started dating Ginger, I learned more about it and learned more and more and more about it. Um, and one of the biggest struggles was the touring aspect you know, we went we went weeks and months without seeing each other because she is fresh off of season seven and she was touring. We we got together, we started talking at the end of August when she got home from filming All Stars 2. Um, and then she went, we had three days together and then she went out and did a, two weeks of gigs. And then she came home and we started dating the end of September. Um, and then all of October, she was in Austin, Texas doing Rocky Horror. So I didn't see her for the entire first month we were dating. Wow. And then she got home from that and went right out with Battle of the Seasons. So it was it was trying to learn how to do a long-distance relationship as well as a non-long-distance relationship at the same time. That's wild. Um, and then on top of all of that, getting thrust into the aspect of she's famous. So now I have that aspect of it. So it was just a lot kind of like on top of each other and it's kind of just learning how to roll with the punches and understanding that like this is the this is this is what I signed up for getting into a relationship with somebody like that. Um but since then I've fallen in love with drag. I've fallen in love with the theater aspect of drag and the production aspect of drag and you know learning more and more about like what drag means to people. To me, that's the most important thing I've learned is what drag means to people and that it's not all about just going out there and shaking what the Lord gave you and making money, that there's so much more to it now. <laughs> it's taking what you purchased. <laughs> right? But but learning that like drag has saved people and that drag is the gateway into the theater aspect for some people and that drag has turned, you know, helped people come back from addiction and like saved people from being homeless and given them an outlet because they were angry at some point in their life and, you know, dancing the house down gives them the confidence to not go out and punch somebody in the face. So mm -hmm. like it was learning that stuff that really made me kind of open my eyes to it. Um, and then the other part of it was also when Jane first time like people pushing my sexual uh, to misunderstanding dragon trans. I got it. I can see it. I scrolled up. <laughs> um, people like people always knew that I I've been out of the closet since I was 13 years old. Like 
I was forced out of the closet by some bitter homosexual who didn't want to be added himself, so he added me to make himself feel better and to kind of gauge what was what was going to happen when someone else came out of the closet for him. Um, so, like when I started dating Ginger, right? When I started dating Ginger, people like never questioned my sexuality just because like I was out and proud and I was waving the flag and sucking dick. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I can and can't say because I know this is true. Like, oh yeah, it's pretty much all of that came on. You know, right there you go. Uh, I think I broke the Lila. <laughs> Mind you. I'm high. <laughs> that helps. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh my God. Last week, or I forget when it was, but it was so funny before the show, we were getting started and one of the girls was like, are we live yet? It was like, no, full on brings out a bong. And, <laughs> and I was, all I have is a mug. Cause that's not my thing. But I was just like, all right, tonight's gonna be fun. I hope that answers your question, uh, Derek. <laughs> if you have any I, more, just let me know. I think it did. Uh, <laughs> I just find I, have, it, I just think it's funny that he went from like, oh, like, um, you know, I would never date a drag queen to now here he sits with like a huge ass fierce drag jewels piece on his head. Right. Well, I have, I, you know, yeah, my life has been like, yeah, it's been crazy. And <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world because I get to meet amazing people like the, the four of you. And, you know, we can sit here and chit chat. And, you know, after this, I'm going to request everybody on Facebook that's not already requested or my friend. And we're going to, we're going to kiki. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be sisters. Yes. But, like, you realize, like, you have more jewelry on your head right now than most queens have in their entire collection. <laughs> I actually don't wear jewelry. I was gonna put on my giant CJ necklace, but I thought that would be a little too gay, so I decided not to. <laughs> I fought against drag jewelry for the longest time, and then I got a couple sets, and I was like, "Ooh, wait a minute!" I think my first big set was actually Fancy by Design. Yeah. So there was another queen. I'll tell you who in a minute. But uh, I worked with her once, and she was, you know. Oh, I don't wear jewelry, this, that, whatever. You know, she really do that. Like she wore, you know, if she wore jewelry, it was like, you know, like real girl from the store jewelry. Mm -hmm. She really wear the big drag jewelry. Well, I booked her for this event, she came out, whatever. And I had it was for gay hot movies. For those of you that don't know, I used to miss gay hot movies. Yes, honey, I was out there hawking the porn stars. That's what she wow. does. But for the event, I made this huge medallion that had our logo in it. I mean, it had to be this big around, like the pendant. It was huge. Um and I had them there for the boys to wear during, you know, this runway show and whatever. And this queen was like, uh, can I wear that? I was like, well, yeah, I have an extra one. She's like, okay. She's like, can I keep it? I said, sure, girl. Um, and then I had sent her some other jewelry or whatever. But it was actually Lady Break Tour. God rest her soul. Um, if y'all never had a chance to see her, she was the co-host for uh, Hey Queen, which was uh, with Johnny McGovern. Mm -hmm. She passed away about a month or so ago now. But yeah, um, so I kind of gave her her first big old piece of drag jewelry and got her yeah. hooked on it. But that's all it takes, honey. One rhinestone, and next thing you know, yep, you're covered. Sure. There it is. Sure it was. 
Uh, so I have to comment. We have some fantastic questions. Um, Bobby Light, is this live? Now? No, it's uh, not. No. Not pre-recorded. Um, wait, it gets better. Hi, Jen Jennifer. Hello, Roberta. <laughs> oh, wait. Notice me, Jennifer. <laughs> Bobby Light, why do I remember that name? I know from You've probably met him before up at uh, at Heat. We yeah. did a gig together. Yeah. Yeah. Formerly known as Ella Fine. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I know who this is. I know. Oh. Oh, I thought there was going to be a story there. Nope, that, no. there was no story, just <laughs> shenanigans. You know, last time I heard the name Bobby Light was on Love and Hip Hop, but his name is his name got an S on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Love and Hip Hop Miami. Okay. It's on VH1. Yeah, I, I know I'm the only one that watched that. <laughs> Bro, it's so good. It is so good. Uh, it's I'm so good. <laughs> the yeah, sorry. I'm trying to read all the comments right now, and I'm getting lost, and I need dinner. But I will say this, though. I did want to um, touch base on... <laughs> I love that Fancy just turned into the matchmaker. Matchmaker, oh, matchmaker, make me a oh match. Me a fine. Catch me a catch. Not enough drag performers wear a babushka. I'm just saying. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted to um, talk about something that um, CJ mentioned. Um, that people do drag for different reasons and, and, how it's, uh, and how it's therapeutic for some people. And that's true because before uh, Monster COVID, um, I, like, I, I wasn't really getting a lot from drag. Let's just say that. But what kept me going was everything that I was getting out of it because I actually felt something performing. Like if I needed to feel sexy, then then I had drag for it. Um, if I was angry, I had like I had drag. Like if I was happy, I had like like just like just anything. Even if I was just feeling myself, like I I had drag for that. I always think that drag is kind of like doing a show without a director or being your own director, yeah. and Doing the performance style you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And I always think my performances are crunchy and then people will be like, that was great. How did you do that? And I was like, what exactly did I just do? Because I didn't rehearse that. <laughs> I like, I, and I would feel so bad about it. Like, I felt like I've, I've skipped steps and whatever and everyone's just like, that was great. That was amazing. And it's like, no, no matter what, like no matter what I do, even if it's bad, I can never fuck up drag. And that's why... That's that's why I'm 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 still yeah. here. It's gotta be different. It's gotta be really interesting for for you know the two of you right now and and having to perform like to a camera, to like to the webcam or to your phone and like hoping that what you're doing plays. Like it's 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 gotta be interesting. Like a different dynamic now. Now, you know what it has though, because. Um, I've like I've been um doing Jack virtually for I don't know let's say six months seven months because I haven't had that many days but but Black Girl Magic has kept me working and it's and it's kept my ideas fresh I've I've had to make videos like pre-record them mm -hmm. and 
it's amazing that that you know because I like I grew up with 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 music videos and black parties and and um and in school like in school rallies and and things like that. So how like how my videos came out by the way shot by Natasha Cohen Carroll. How how mm -hmm. my how my videos come out is exactly how I perform. Like and how I perform is how I've always mm -hmm. seen myself. You know what I mean? So it was, um, yeah. it's, I, I like that. I like that drag has gone digital because now I get to actually see what I've been doing on stage. And now that I've been doing video, it helps me understand stage more. Because mm. mm -hmm. now since this works for camera, I need to make this bigger for stage. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it kind of allows you to self-critique almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to film some stuff earlier tonight before we got started and went through the number I was going to perform, watched my myself perform it. And I was like, it's cute. I want to do it again. I want to be bigger. I want to be crazier. Because mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I'm going to be very true to the number. And then I was like, let's, let's bring what I do on stage because I did it seated. So like this was my mobility. I was like, I want to do more. Think, speaking of doing more, she figured out her oh hair. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just something subtle. I'm talking Girl, wop, 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 she's wop, having wop. issues. <laughs> this is why you don't uh, rush to pin on big hair, especially piece, you know, piecemeal hair, because shit will slip and slide. Okay. okay. <laughs> now, who's? Where did you get that hair? Um, this isn't even my hair. This is my roommate's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, I grabbed the first wig I saw. And I was like, that'll do. <laughs> I didn't even know who made this hair. Like, uh, so my roommate's Emily Valentine. Um, I think she bought this wig from Bev a while ago. Oh, Makes sense. So I don't even remember who would have made this for her. But yeah, um, it's pretty whoever made it. I, it's gorgeous. Major yeah, shout uh, out to whoever. Emily dear, who the hell made this hair? Uh, that was Bobby Pins. Bobby Pins. There we go. It was Bobby Pins. Hey, Emily. What's going on, Kurt? There we go. Hey, baby. Emily, pop <laughs> it in. She's, she's going to walk the pooch. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yes, oh, now it's not on your head. Uh, no, <laughs> this one sits. This one knows how to sit right. <laughs> something, something interesting about Emily about this same competition. She was the uh, team captain for the team that I had to get chosen and she didn't know my name. So guess what she called me? What? Pink hair. About <laughs> <laughs> right, honey. Come on, pink, like, hair. pink hair. <laughs> I was like. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw your name, I struggled for a minute because I was like, Dahlia. Wait, that's not right. That's not a tie. Wait a minute. Just Wait a minute. it out. There we yep. go. And that is a that is a common mistake that, that, that people make with my name. I get called Dahlia, um, Delayla all the time. My, my name is a process for some people. Uh, same. I don't I keep on getting Jade Devereaux and I'm like there's How where? <laughs> Jade DeVore I've gotten before. I'm like, what? See, my favorite is when people look at me and I'm like, you know, I say my drag about fancy desk now. And they're like, they ask how, like, how do you spell dismount? I'm like, it's a plain English word, dear. 
<laughs> like, did you not pass second grade? Like, reading is fundamental here, not just that kind of reading. I I ended up uh, one of my first uh, drag gigs ever. It was so funny. Um, the person doing the poster forgot and spell checked my name, so I was Jade Severe. <laughs> I like that. And I was like, okay, whenever I'm really pissy, I'm now Shade Severe. <laughs> I might just change it. Um, well, kids, we have reached midnight. So, uh, and we've gotten through a lot of questions in a very short amount of time. I hope everybody had a good time, but I want to go around and let everybody have one last moment with the audience. And we're going to start with Delilah. Any last words for everyone <laughs> while she's eating? <laughs> Yes. She just, she just did that hostess thing to you where you put it in your mouth and then she asked you a question. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Um, Jay DeVore, you're amazing. <laughs> Auntie Shady, I love you. <laughs> wait, did, wait, didn't you just say it was, your name was Jay DeVore? DeVere. So it is DeVere. Yes, everyone keeps saying divorce for some reason, and I don't understand. Okay, because I, I, I thought because you're a whore. I thought I learned it. <laughs> but anyway, thank you. I had so much fun here. Um, thank you, Drag Closet, for having me. And um, I didn't mention what my makeup was. Um, it's all Morphe. Nice. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> CJ, do you have any last words for everyone? Have fun, be fierce, and enjoy life. It's way too short to be mad or upset. Be happy, spread happy. If you spread positivity, it'll come back to you. Everything's here. Follow me. You'll love me. And if you don't, well, yeah. just hit the unfollow button. <laughs> that is perfect. How about you, Jen? Any last words? Um, Support local drag because um, some of your favorite local people will hopefully end up on a show one day and you'll say, hey, I've gone to see them for how many years? And it's always a, it's a, it's a cool feeling, but definitely support local drag. Um, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Will Always Matter. Beautiful. Oh. Fancy. And Black Trans Lives. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, I always have so much to say to y'all kids out there. Tonight, I'm just going to say a little bit of, uh, you know, in these tense, crazy times, love yourself, love your friends, uh, your family, you know, the people closest to you. Life is short. So, you know, let people know uh, that you care about, that you care about them. And, you know, just try to spread as much love as you can right now, because Lord knows you we're all going through it, so make sure people know how much you love and how much you care, because they might need that little pick-me-up today, so let them know. Beautiful. I want to thank all of you for being here tonight. This show was so much fun. You are all such beautiful souls. I would love to work with all of you again. I will definitely be in touch. I hope everybody out there enjoyed Inside the Drag Closet this evening. If you have any questions you would like to submit to us or anything you'd like to see on the show, just uh, send an email to inside the drag closet at gmail.com. If you would like to help us keep this show going, you can always send a tip through my Venmo at Jade Veer, all one word. And next week, 
we have another fabulous show planned. We have the incredible drag queen and jewelry designer, Ms. Lolly Cox, will be joining us. Yeah. As well as military drag queen, Harpy Daniels. Ooh. And I'm very proud of this next moment. We are going to have our first Woo Bard of the week. We are having Dan from Shakespeare Approves joining us. So if you're a fan of the Ren Fair circuit and you like Shakespeare Approves, make sure you tune in. We're throwing Dan into the drag world with us. And of course, my fabulous co-host will be the lovely Miss Anastasia Diamond. Thank you all for joining us tonight. I hope you all have a wonderful time. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And good night, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here at Inside the Drag Closet with Jade and her fabulous team and special guests. See you next Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on WLFE-TV.com. <laughs>